0: And welcome to Best Friends Club Podcast. I'm Renee. I'm Ashley. And this is Season 3, Episode 4, The One with the Metaphorical
1: Tunnel. I have to say, before we started watching, or before I watched this one to catch up, I could remember what the tunnel was, but I couldn't remember anything else that happened in this episode. Oh, really? Yeah, I guess I
0: remember all these um, different plot points, but I didn't remember that they went into this episode. In this episode, yeah, Sam. Um, I love how this one opens with the amazing discoveries oh, I which love they have on I think they had on once before. I think we talked about this once before that that was on TV in the background at one point. Yeah. It might have been Oh no, that's different. That hasn't happened yet. Um but Joey like with the
1: milk thing isn't it the so one where they're funny. like Is it the one with the um where there's where they're in the lazy boy chairs and they won't move and they're like why isn't that laser cutting through the paint job? Oh, yeah. (laughs) And he's like, you've got a Cheeto on your face. Anyway, amazing discoveries. It's so funny. Love it. It's so funny. Um, Did
0: you notice kind of when they're doing the milk thing, Joey has his arm like glued to his side, and I think it's because it's broken still, and he had to record that. But they didn't want to have him in the sling.
1: Oh, I didn't notice
0: that. If you watch it again, he kind of like leans his hand on the table a lot, and he uses it at one point. But he's still like you know, if you hold your elbow kind of close to your body to like support your arm, yeah, kind of looked like he was doing that. I might have been reading too much into it, but I was just watching him.
1: Well, Um, he does have the sling on in the rest of the episode. He does. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I,
0: I think I'm right, but. You never know. We'll go with you're right. I feel that feels good to me. Okay. Um, but yeah, amazing discoveries with the milk thing. And I love that it comes up
1: later really? Rachel's Kevin? using it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah so fling and so
1: hard. That thing has always bothered me because I feel like it would spoil your milk because now you've got a big gaping hole, but I guess maybe the patent had Wait, it so it's like a you've one-way airflow. You used these before? No, just watching it.
0: Oh. Well it's better no, no, than like, Well it's better than like opening up the cardboard part. That's not like sealed up either.
1: It's not sealed, but at least it kinda like does close back a bit better than like mm-hmm. just having a giant hole. I suppose unless there was like a one way airflow. I'm sure the patent guy thought of that.
0: I guess I just Inventor. didn't think we lived in a time that there weren't just gallons of milk. There, we had cardboard milks,
1: but that was usually like at school with our school lunches. Right.
0: Well, oh, totally, totally. Like the small ones. And I'm, I mean, they're still in stores. Even like the almond milk I buy comes in a, you know, cardboard
1: thing. Do you know what I always think of? I associate it with eggnog. Eggnog is yes. always in an annoying cardboard. Yes.
0: <sighs> and it's half and half. My parents use half and half. And it's always oh. in the cardboard.
1: Thing. The cardboard's probably better for the earth than the plastic. Here's although... the thing, though, is
0: it's all plastic coated. I
1: was about to say it's that waxy it's, coat, so, it's, so you actually so it's can't not easy to recyclable. Recycle. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. So at least plastic jugs can be recycled,
1: right? So it's, it's one of those one like of
0: plastic things mm. that seems like a better idea, except it's not. Interesting. Um, have you ever seen those boxed water? Is better.
1: I have. Yeah, I see. I've seen them. Yes.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, they're basically the same thing. They're the cardboard box, but for water. So it's like you're not buying a bottle of water. You're buying a cardboard box of water, but you can only recycle them at like really specific places. You have to like save them and send them in.
1: Uh, do you know and it's even I'm sure better? Most people
0: just put them in the recycling bin, and so you may as well just use a bottle that could have actually been recycled,
1: or just use a reusable bottle well sure it's, but the, we the all have thing one is if
0: you're stuck somewhere and you need water yeah that's true they market themselves as being better they're not anyway uh joey has the reusable milk thing <laughs> that also rachel bought apparently the better way um there's got to be a better way there is kevin um but yeah that's just the opening
1: <laughs> which is so good
0: it's so good. It's so classic. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna start with my least favorite. Um, okay, can I guess
1: which one that is? Yeah, go ahead. Ross and G.I. Joe and Bull Cut Ben. Yes. Yeah, it's Yes. Eh. So
0: Carol and Susan bring over Ben, who has not made a single expression. No, you know, in, in known three to man. <laughs> in three seasons, starting to worry about him. <laughs> And he's like, there's my boy and there's his Barbie. And Carol and Susan are like, oh, it was so cute. He picked it out at the store. He loves it. It's, it's just like, I don't know, something. But with ski boots and
1: a kicky beret, of course it's, which is where we get kicky of from. Of course it's kicky. No, they've already been talking of about it's, kicky.
0: Have they? I think this is where it actually stems from. We just call everything
1: kicky. Oh, maybe
0: we we called it a kicky pie, but it wasn't. It was a
1: cakey pie. Remember? That's right. Maybe it. Cakey? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Maybe this is it. Yeah. yeah, it's just kicky
0: beret. Um, but did you notice Susan's wearing the girls' shirt that Monica oh. and Rachel wear at different points? Yeah, they she are. has like a, a shirt, like a long sleeve on over it, so you can't see it that well. But it's in red font, and it says it's the yeah, same girls' shirt. just that is cool. one around. Um, but. They, you know, Ross is like, oh, uh, why does he have a Barbie? Isn't that a little weird? And da, 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 da Like, he's freaking out about it. Um, I, obviously, I think kids should play with whatever toys they want to play with. I don't think it matters at all. I'm a little surprised that, that like, pretty feminist Susan doesn't have a problem with the Barbie, the concept of Barbie. Right. But I'm wondering if she's only letting play, Ben play
1: with the Barbie because he's a boy. And it won't be like bad body image issues for him. Yeah. Although it could be. That could be what he thinks women are supposed to look like.
0: (laughs) Exactly. But you know what I mean? Like part of me thinks if they had a little girl, she wouldn't want her to play with Barbies.
1: Ah, right. You know, Um, just a thought. I do feel like I'm definitely projecting on her. I do feel like back in the mid 90s, it was a little like people had more issues. It was way different. Mm -hmm. um, Boys playing with boy dolls and stuff or whatever, boy toys. But um, I I used to teach swim lessons um, at a pool and it was for like kids that were like five, six, and older. And I remember one of the girls, her little brother, um, was like three. His name was Joe and he mm-hmm. used to come, you know, like him and his mom would come while while the daughter was in swim lessons. Um and he, like some days he'd come wearing a football helmet and he would refuse to take it off and then other days he'd come wearing like like a tutu and mm-hmm. his mom was just like I remember some of the other moms. She was like, "Oh, you wouldn't believe like the comments I get, the looks we get." This was like what like 2010 Early, 2008. Nine, yeah, like like late probably
0: when you were a lifeguard yeah that was like two thousand four, five, six. 5 6 is that right it was the beginning of college yeah i mean it was only the first couple of years of college oh i was thinking
1: I? we yeah, yeah yeah okay i always forget what year i graduated what oh four was high school what year was 1994 <laughs> Um, but yeah, but she was like, I could care less. Like he's three years old. He sees yeah, his sister exactly. playing with this tutu and he wants yes. to play with it. Like who cares? She's like, he's going to be fine. And I'm just like, do you know what? I think that is like a really, I don't know. I don't have a child, but, um, I also don't have right. the peer pressure of other parents like glaring at me because mm-hmm. of my child. But I do think like, who cares if if you want to be honest like he's three he's three and like having like this gi joe army guy like that to me is more weird i think i know where it's uh,
0: (laughs) i know i'm like oh you can have a doll just because it's a boy and he like wants to be in the military it's so weird yeah like
1: okay great cool killing and war that's fine let's let's like glamorize that i don't know don't get me wrong i'm not saying i don't support our troops i support our troops i just don't like war Anyway.
0: Yeah. Well, and what's funny, too, is it's like Ben is not even three. Right. He's like one and a half or something like, not like speaking. very small. He doesn't even know. He, look at him. He doesn't know what's going on. This kid is I like mean, developmental oblivious psycholo- to life.
1: Developmental psychologists would say that like these are super formative years. And even though it doesn't seem like it, like they are really learning and absorbing a lot of information about the world around them. Um, at right. like the first three years of life, like, but even before they're talking, do you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot going on that mm-hmm. they're absorbing. So, I do think like he's probably more clued in than we think, but I I'm also don't think it matters. two year olds
0: aren't clued in. You're I think this two year old. Yeah. Um, but also, like, I do think you're right. And he's probably. Thank you. Like, Let's just end it there. I'm just I. Live okay, and end of podcast. We can't record (laughs) any more episodes. Ashley's got our win. Um, no, he does live with two women, and so he's probably like, These are like my mommy,
1: yeah, you know, exactly. Who cares? He's cute, anyway. Or he probably just thought it was bright and colorful and grabbed it. He's two, he's got his dad in his life too, so it's not like he has no male figures. No, um, and the other Um, thing, oh, I was gonna say that I've got a guy friend in Chicago who, um he's got a son with like an ex-partner and so he's you know they share custody of the son and um he and his son make these like army guy youtube videos which Mm -hmm. in one way it it, it, this reminds me like when the part where um ross like jumps out into the hallway and is like you'll never get me alive joe it reminded me of like these youtube videos because they do like fake special effects and they're like always like shooting the bad guys or like the sniper. And in some ways, it is very, um, I mean, it is very like murdering the bad guys. But it's also really cute Mm -hmm. um, father-son bonding. And I don't know. Maybe it's just like boys need to, I don't know. Do they need to let that aggression out somehow? I'm not sure.
0: Maybe. But I, I also think like if he wanted, he's two. If he wanted to play those games, he should. But he's two. So Ross is like making him, trying to make him want to. He's and like ben, forcing. She
1: obviously, looks thrilled. He's forcing gender gender norms on him. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah,
0: yeah. This is coming like... from
1: two people who do not have children, obviously. So mm-hmm. you know.
0: Once again, always come to us to, for with advice, so for advice the, with your child, do whatever you want with your, your relationship. Own kids. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, seriously, do whatever you want. But I think that Ross, obviously, he is a—that's what they're playing up. He is overreacting. He needs to get over it, but he won't. So he's no. gonna steal the kid's toy, and be like, "No, he chose G.I. Joe. I promise."
1: Um, ben yeah. did appreciate that he said G.I. Joe is protecting U.S. oil interests overseas, and he's like, "Well, Ross had it right there." <laughs>
0: Go Joe. Go, Joe. I do love when Joey comes in. Cool, GI Joe. Yeah, can, can I play? Can I play? <laughs> yeah. He like turns into a six year old. It's so precious. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So generally, Ross is pathetic in the situation. He just can't, you know, get over it. Um, but and at the end, when Monica's oh. like, I don't know what the big deal is. You yes. used to dress like a woman. Carried around a pink handbag. You made Um, us call you B. Oh, it
1: was so funny. And the song,
0: and I love the clip at the
1: very, very end of the episode where they show him him with the clip-on earrings
0: singing the
1: Barney song. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: So funny. Won't
1: you, won't you, won't you dance around with me? Won't you dance around (laughs) with me?
0: (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. Um. But yeah, so that's pretty much it with that. Yeah, my uh, I, you know, Ross, get over it, Ross. And I love that Rachel's like, just let your kid play with his doll. Like he's too Ross, get over it. Get
1: over it. Also, um, they're New Yorkers. They're they live in the city. It's progressive. Right. Yeah. You
0: know. But, I think I think what we're seeing is Ross feels like he doesn't have a you know. Yeah, that's all. Say in his child's raising. That's so it. It's I, there's him. obviously bigger issues at play yeah. here.
1: Yeah. He's feeling like he has no, like, you know, control or place, I guess. It's not how he would have wanted to, like, how yeah. he envisioned raising his son. So yeah. I get it. Totally. So,
0: I give him some grace on that. Um, And then we <clears> also <throat> have, well, in the beginning, we have Chandler and Janice, like, making out. And then he starts freaking out. Because yeah. he's gonna, he's like, Answer the phone. If you have to answer the phone. I have to see her tonight. And I'm like, okay, so you don't want to see her, but you, unless you're just gonna make out the whole time. Honestly,
1: Great. it's so it's so annoying to me how he's like, oh, Janice is just getting she's too comfortable. Like, how dare you? Like, so you have this woman. You've already like we've said, but like we said last time, you've dated her like five times before. So
0: and you just spent an entire episode forcing your friend to get along with her and why did you waste your time doing that if you weren't committed
1: it just annoys me that he's like okay wait okay i feel like guys do this a lot where it's like they try so hard to win you over and then once they do they're like oh wait a minute now you're mm-hmm. now you're making like now you're too cozy and it's like
0: yeah we're the weirdos because um, we've we like leaned into all of your advances yeah because we weren't sure oh, at first oh gosh what and was I thinking
1: you want us over you idiots yeah honestly it's I just was like rolling my eyes so hard out of my head when he was just like she took all yes. my tomatoes she's too comfortable this is ooh, I'm feeling trapped and it's like <sighs> <sighs> Chandler grow yeah, so up.
0: But obviously we know he has deep-seated issues. Once again, everybody's deep-seated issues are coming out today. Um, He sees, like, you know, his parents and all that stuff. And I just don't think he is a healthy – he doesn't have healthy views of relationships. So – but I love when –
1: yeah, you know, we're talking about
0: going through the tunnel. Oh, and yeah, Joey. I've never been through the tunnel myself. I understand you can only have one girl in the car.
1: <laughs> I thought you were gonna say the part where he's like uh, face your fears. You're afraid of bugs? Get a bug.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say that next. It's so funny, but he's he's right. Like well, you're, sometimes when you just face well, I think in theory he's right, but sometimes It's only hard to do something once. So you're afraid of something that almost doesn't exist. Like, you're you're already in a committed relationship. Yeah. He's just... He's afraid of being in a committed relationship. I was like, sorry, buddy. You're already in one. You just unfortunately realized it, though.
1: Well, it's like you you are in one. So what you guys are doing right now is he's just afraid of the future stuff. But it's like... The whole point is that, like, you don't go from, like... Okay, now our boyfriend, girlfriend. Okay, now let's um, move in together and get married and, like, start planning our children. Like, it does take time and you get ready for it yeah. because you grow comfortable over time with that person. But he's getting right. so afraid of the future that he's, like, thinking right. she wants the future right now because she took half of your chicken. Well, maybe she had said, like, oh, that looks good. Right. Let's split it. And he just, I don't know, whatever. But – um, I, I think you're right. I think, I think in theory Joey's right because it's just kind of like, we'll get over it. But I feel like this is the second time Chandler's gone overboard and tried to be like, well, I'm nervous about where this is going. Because remember with Monica later, he's like, I'm nervous where this is going. That's, so I'm just yes. going to fully jump the gun and pretend like I'm Mr. Wife and two kids.
0: Right. So it reminds me of when he proposes to Monica. Exactly. And she's like, you're proposing because you're sorry? You think that's the best reason to get married? He's like, no, the best reason to get married is pregnancy. Well, when
1: she's like, what would Behind you Behind have- being sorry and
0: actually being ready.
1: <laughs> when when she's like, what would you have done if I would have said yes? And he's like, there would have been a Chandler-shaped hole through that door. It's like- Right. He's trying to force himself to- He's just like, I'm just going to jump ahead 10 steps. And it's like, so that's- Right. A- anyway, sorry. I could. I've got a lot of thoughts on this we can keep
0: yeah but I don't think that's what Joey was saying he's like you just lean into the thing you face the fear you just I think the drawer was a great step yes
1: drawer was a great step making dinner for her great at your step. house great step like that's co- a great like, step Netflix and wine at your place chill yes. do you know what I mean get yes. co- do the couples things do all that
0: Or even just have the conversation.
1: That was going to be my other point. So this is where I was going to say, I actually wrote down Chandler, Chandler, Chandler. Here's the problem (laughs) with this. He made all the decisions. So he was afraid of it. And then he decided, okay, well, the only way to get over this is to just lean in and jump ahead 10 steps. And so he decided to do all this stuff, did not bring Janice along with him on this ride. And so I just, and so he's like, I'm hopeless and awkward and desperate for love. Like, I know I was just thinking like, she's, she, okay. This is exactly what we said about Rachel in the last episode. It's like, just communicate, communicate with her, just tell her what's going on and it'll be fine. And if you say, Mm -hmm. look, you know, this is new for me. I've not done this before. Like I'm, I really like you, but I want to take it slow that like, just do that. She wanted to take it slow too. Her divorce isn't even final
0: right and so i think the drawer she felt like you know appreciated with the drawer but the thing is is then he was like oh it's not that scary okay fine let's get married you know like he goes right. from zero to 60 he doesn't know how to like like you said take the small steps together in between so anyway um i love Just when communicate with your
1: girlfriends you guys communicate with your yeah your friends and girlfriends end that's of the story
0: all. end of podcast yeah. that's our advice um i love when she's like "Uh, i gotta go and she leaves and he's like hi janice it's me i just wanted to apologize
1: for chasing you down the street i think it's so in advance he says it so calmly it is really good so calmly very well because you almost
0: think like who is he calling very calmly like that and then janice janice Um, um and i do love when he consults the girls for advice and yes me too all the ice cream. and his, I, I feel like
1: Matthew Perry um, moping around in his sweatpants there's just something so endearing about it it is yes it's, I love look like, whenever he has those scenes it's really he's he's so he does come off so boyish it's really cute mm-hmm.
0: it is and uh I love when he's like this ice cream tastes like crap, and she's like, mm, "When you keep getting screwed over all the time, you really gotta switch to low fat." <laughs> you switch
1: to low fat, yeah. Um, so uh. let's talk about the advice the girls give him. Mm-hmm.
0: Accidentally run into her on purpose.
1: Uh huh, and act really aloof. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I, okay, bit of a game. Um, I do see where they're coming from. Have you ever done this before? Like, tried to like go somewhere where you knew.
0: I have, but it wasn't in a breakup. It was somebody I liked. You had a
1: crush on. Right. That makes sense to me as mm. well. Because like, yeah, what they're kind of talking about is the whole like trying to win the breakup, quote unquote, type thing. Like yes. Yes. you show up and act aloof and then they'll see that you're over it and then they'll be like, oh no, you know. They'll like, want you back. Yeah. Which I feel like is yeah. um, not great advice because it's like... It, exactly like what happened where he tries that and she's like either you're seeing somebody else which makes you the biggest jerk on the planet or Mm -hmm. you were you did this on purpose to try to come like make it seem like you didn't care which makes you so pathetic Mm -hmm. I could cry and so she's like so which is it and it's like I guess that he could if he played it off better she wouldn't have realized that but like that is like that's, that's it. So you're trying to make them think that you're over them and you're seeing someone else or you're like don't even care about. Like, what why? The whole like, I don't. I hate how like dating is this whole game of who cares less.
0: Right. I, I feel yeah. like yeah, I, ugh, that bugs me. Yeah. Yeah. I've never done it in, like I said, a mid breakup because I don't actually think I would be very good at it. Like Chandler. I'd be grabbing barley.
1: And with a fake British a accent. <laughs>
0: Are you being yes. British? Oh, hello, Janice. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Uh, um, do you notice how the grape nuts is all taped yes, out? Yes, because they didn't so, get that grape nut sponsorship. <laughs> when I when I work on sets, doing when I do stuff for the art department, that's like half my job is covering logos. <laughs> I noticed that there was a lot on of logos everything. that weren't covered,
1: but I guess maybe they mm-hmm. just...
0: It's, it could be a few things, either like because Warner Brothers is such a large company, they might own other companies. So like, let's say they own stock in Nabisco, just making something up.
1: Uh. So they
0: could use all of those. Or they have agreements with lists of comp- organizations that say, yeah, you can have this in the background. You don't have to pay us any royalties. But um yeah.
1: But but like General Mills products. or whatever could have been like, if you have our stuff, yeah. you owe us money. And so they're mm-hmm. like, make it gape us.
0: <laughs> yep. That's the thing is even if you're only showing part of the logo, it flies. I usually try to cover the whole thing. Right. But um so like the things in her cart, you could see like part of a logo. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. usually okay. It doesn't really count. But um even though I think like, why wouldn't you want your products shown? You know? Well especially when it's just like in a grocery store. Think about
1: this. I think had it not been half taped over we would not be talking about it. So I don't think that's, that's how, why they do that's it. That's how they get you. Oh, no. Grape nuts doesn't even um, exist anymore, I mean, does I, it?
0: I did just buy some oh. because
1: I watched this episode. I'm <laughs> kidding. Who buys <laughs> <has> grape nuts? <laughs> they don't taste like grape, and Actually, I don't think there's any nuts in it's them. It's like cardboard. It's like cardboard. I don't think I've ever they like, eaten oh, any. we have some
0: leftover pellets you put in a gerbil's cage. Here. Let's box it up and call it healthy. Um... That's really funny. Yeah. Okay.
1: So yeah, obviously it's not great advice. No. Um, And so I was going to say, I don't think I've ever done that either. And I'm like you. I think I would be super awkward. I would also just feel really bad because like, why am I trying to make the other person think I don't care about them? Like that's just to me mm -hmm. is cruel. So yeah. I feel like if I was, Um, if I was, I've been dumped before. When I've been dumped, (laughs) I'm just like. By, see you, literally never, and like that's the oh, end yeah. of it. Like, have um, mm-hmm. have I ever done the whole show up though at a crush to try to casual into them? Yes, I have. Did it work? No, yeah. it very, very much did not.
0: <laughs> Mine worked. Aw, Matt. I did do it with Matt too, but that wasn't who I was thinking
1: about. Oh, okay. When? What time yeah. frame? Just tell um, them. I, mean, I think
0: I've. I think I've done it a
1: lot. I think I've done it a lot. Let's just say that. Okay. But you know me. I'm always trying to put out the vibe. Yeah, Renee's good at that. If you need advice about putting out the vibe, and if you need advice about avoiding your crush at all costs, you can ask me. But I did do Even it once. Oh, yeah. when, oh, you did? Tell me more. Oh, no, go ahead. Well, I was going to say,
0: the, when I find, when I did it with Matt once, that sounds so bad, when I tried to show up. I didn't try to show up where Matt was. But my friend invited me somewhere I knew he was gonna be. And I had like literally just gotten out of the shower and I looked like a drowned rat. And I was like, you know what? It's fine. Because if he likes me, he likes me. So he should probably know in advance that this is what I look like. And I got there and every other time I had seen him, he had been like incredibly chatty and asked a lot of good questions and paid a lot of attention to me. And I got there that night, and there were only four people, myself included. And I was sitting across from him at a table, and he barely talked to me. Oh, no. And I was like, you're like it's well, there you go. I'm That's your answer. Makeup. He was just being nice. Oh. Um, no, it's that earlier that night, somebody had mentioned that they thought that there might be something going on with us, and he felt awkward. He asked me out the next day. So oh, it was fine. But, but you- in that moment, oh. I was like, see, Renee, he was just
1: being nice. You can't just assume that guys who are being nice are into you.
0: Aww. He was.
1: Spoiler he was. He into was me. into you. He just didn't want mm. it to be so obvious in front of everybody. Yep. Cute. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, It was cute. The time cute. I did it before that it did not work um, was in Chicago. This <laughs> guy used to have – because you know me. Normally I'm like, I have a crush on that guy, so therefore I will see ya. literally go. walk the other direction when I see them coming. Happened once in college. Yeah. Um, But in Chicago – yeah, happened a lot probably. I can think Just of one once, specific guys, time. Just once, guys, only one right, time. Like, literally hightailed it the other direction. But um, yeah, in Chicago, this guy used to have parties at his apartment every weekend. And I only went because this other guy that I had a crush on used to go as well. But I was too – see, it backfired. I was too nervous and awkward to talk to the guy that I liked. So I would always talk to the host, like the party host um mm-hmm. and they were good friends and so it was kind of like a way that I could like be in the proximity of the guy that I liked um and it backfired the other guy started dating this beautiful woman and then the host guy started hitting on me and had I had ended- a crush on you yep mm-hmm. and I ended up going out with him because yeah I don't know I it worked I guess his wooing and it was the probably the worst. No, yeah, one of the worst people I've ever dated. Like I definitely shouldn't have. <laughs> so oh, that wow. backfired, but um that's fine. But yeah, when I got here, I met Ben accidentally. Um but it was like the day that I flew into New Zealand, I was I got here at like six in the morning my friend was letting me crash at his house and I was gonna go like take a shower and hang out but instead I was like I'm just gonna lay down for a minute and I totally passed out for like two hours classic Ashley super classic didn't have any time to shower because then his other friend was like oh I only work a half day on Wednesdays I'll come pick you up and like we'll go like you know get you a phone and get you settled and whatever and so this this guy came picked me up um and I was just like shoot like i just I look disgusting so I basically just like chucked my hair up in a bun um thankfully big huge high messy buns are they still in because they're very in at the time still in I, I mean, think
0: we're, they're not going anywhere as far as work are concerned right so. I'm still doing it
1: so so we went out that day to like get stuff and then that night at dinner is where I ended up running into the guy that I'm now dating and he was he wasn't super chatty because he's not super chatty but he was like nice and friendly enough. Um, but, yeah, then – so that was on accident. But then, like, I think my friend realized that I had a crush on him because she always invited us out to do group stuff um, going forward. So, yeah, I made myself – made my presence known in a very bold, non-Ashley move. Mm. And I didn't talk to only his friend. So good. that was where the, the lesson guys was learned. You
0: believe how many of – the guys Ashley had a crush on, their best friends were in love with her.
1: I think there are Many. No. Many. You, taught... you do this every episode. Every
0: episode. Every episode. <laughs> Until you admit it's
1: true. I think it only happened like twice. Whatever. It's a lot more than most people. Okay. <laughs> it's only because I was so awkward, I probably was like super chummy with their best friend because I had a you know it was like too awkward to be chummy with the guy i had a crush on and i probably led the poor guy on or something i don't know doesn't matter it's not an issue any longer
0: yeah so Mm. i think in conclusion (laughs) chandler just needs to dial it all back you know even though it kind of worked out for him somehow you know i think because janice is a woman yes and she yes
1: because women realized
0: like She did like him, and well, apparently she loves him. She says she loves him, and you know, then they're gonna be together. But I guess he could have just like talked to her like a regular person first. But I do think it's hilarious when, um, well, one, when the girls are like, be sleepy and grumpy, but they're, you know, once again trying to play the game because that's all they've ever seen work, unfortunately. Yeah. And, um, then I think it's really funny when they're like, oh, never happened to us. And they, and they start, they start eating the ice cream. The and start yeah. eating the ice cream, which made me really want ice cream for some reason. Even though it's super cold outside, I, I don't know. It's that that marketing. It's like really good. You want
1: to throw some crushed up
0: grape nuts on top of it? It's working. Just put some grape <laughs> nuts in the ice cream and I'm ready to go. <laughs>
1: uh, Ugh. Yeah, I think, I think so that yeah. it works because like – Chandler is also being, like, open and telling his emotions. And that's what seems like it's yes. working with Janice. Whereas, like, if women mm-hmm. are open and tell their emotions, I don't know. That's a huge generalization to say that wouldn't work with guys. I don't know. Maybe you guys listening, it's it's worked for you before. But um, I think in general, you know, they're just kind of seeing guys that aren't really looking for serious stuff. So when they open yeah. up with their emotions, the guys are like, I'm out of here. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's rough out there. You know what I really
0: you know what I really think though um what I think a lot I think a lot of dating and the games and all that stuff are really just a way of showing that the person you're dating is not the right person for you but it's hard to see that on the front end you can just see it on the back end I consider myself on the back end now because I'm no longer dating you know what I mean like when you're with somebody who it works, you don't feel like you have to do any of that stuff or you don't worry about telling them how you feel. You just tell them. But if you don't feel comfortable, you can't do that.
1: I 100% you know? agree with you. And I think mm-hmm. I think it is really hard because um, I was talking to somebody else about this recently and they were like, okay, what should I say? I've got this girl. We've gone on a couple dates. Dah, dah, dah. And I was just thinking like, I, I said this to him and I was like, I don't know if he's going to understand what I mean. But I was just like, You're so worried that everything, every single thing you say or don't say or do or don't do is going to affect this really, is like either going to make or break this relationship. Right.
0: It's a tally on one side or the other. Well, and
1: it's kind of like, oh, we didn't work out. It's probably because I did this or because I did that. It's, you know, you try to like pinpoint, like I was too aloof or I was whatever. But I I totally agree with you. I think like when when you're compatible with somebody – they don't get spooked off by one little, like, I texted too, yeah. I texted back too quickly or I didn't text right. back quickly enough or he didn't text back fast enough. So I'm, it's over. Like, I don't know. I think, yeah, I, I think you don't have to, like, be so attentive. I will say when I first started dating Ben, I do remember there were certain things that, like, you know, I had to talk through with my sister or with you or whatever – but that was more so just like getting to understand our like compatibility of our personalities and me kind of being mm-hmm. like, well, he said this and that was so hurtful. Because if I said, you know, and it was just like, he didn't mean it like that. Like he didn't mean it like that at all. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to see another perspective. Because even though I thought I was like, oh, you know, I'm I'm being really open and understanding and seeing other people's perspectives, like I was still looking at things through my own lens. So there was little things like yeah. that, but it was never like oh, I should be aloof or I should pretend this or I should, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I I don't know. I think you're totally right is the net net. I think if you feel like you have to play games, that's not the right relationship for you. Maybe maybe you can, like maybe you're really good at the games and a lot of people are and you will be able to make the relationship work, but I don't think it's going to last. No, I don't think so.
0: Come here for all your relationship advice,
1: guys. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Or tell us, like, I'd be keen to hear, like, if somebody says, no, you know, I did have to do this, that, or the other, and now we're happily married. Like, there are a few girls in college that we knew that seemed like they practically forced those guys into walking down the aisle, and they do seem to be happy families now, but like, I don't know. Maybe that's just, I don't know. I'd love to hear how this has worked out for you guys that are listening, because Renee and I only have our own experiences. So you tell yeah. us yours.
0: Um, yeah, so Ch- Chandler and Janice are still on. They're in love, apparently, and uh, getting drawers. So it's
1: good. <laughs> speaking of going through <laughs> um, tunnels. My favorite. Oh. What?
0: Oh, speaking <laughs> of going through tunnels. Uh, Joey misses an audition, and she blames it on Chandler. But uh, it's not Chandler's fault. It's Phoebe. Phoebe cracks she immediately. Took on her hand. <laughs> yeah, it was Chandler. It was him. It was him. Um, and I also love that she was like, "We were playing hide and seek, and he was at <laughs> seven, and you know, oh, they're so cute." I how she explains things—it's so cute. Um, but she's like, "I'll get you another audition," and he's like, "Well, you know, she only talks to agents, so Phoebe pretends to be an agent, which is just hilarious." And I love the whole thing—the setup with the secretary. Yeah, it's so great. She's
1: great. She should um, be the actress. She's
0: so great. She really should. Um, and she gets him a new audition. And he gets it. Which is great. It is great. And I love when she's like, Rachel, can I use the phone? She's like, yeah, it's what what's there for? Emergencies and pretend agents. Yeah. Um. And it's just so funny how she does the whole conversation. She's like, I always wanted to talk on a car phone. But... um. When she says, will he work for
1: scale? Well, I don't know if he will, except I do and he will.
0: Um, I, have, do you know what scale is?
1: I was wondering if that meant something with like you get paid based on your role in the episode versus everyone else's. But that sounds like a normal way of paying so, people.
0: Kind of. It's more so if you're in SAG, which you have to do like certain amount of things and a certain amount of stuff to be in SAG. Uh, but it's basically SAG's just a union for actors mm-hmm. um scale is essentially minimum wage within SAG so if you normally say like well my day rate's a thousand dollars um the SAG day rate is 335 I looked up the current numbers so the current day rate is 335 so if you'd be like well my number my day rate's a thousand dollars but I can work for scale basically it's a smaller production probably oh. um yeah and you can only get paid. You're only guaranteed scale if you are a SAG member.
1: Oh, okay. But,
0: yeah. So it's just basically saying, will you will he do the minimum? He, you know, well, is he okay with right. like, not negotiating his rate? Really, word for scale. Right. Okay. So that's all that means. Interesting. Um, Thank you,
1: Renee's in the business, so she yeah. knows. I'm in the, i the biz. Not
0: really. Someone was like, how do I get my kid to model? I'm like, I don't know. Call modeling agency. I guess. Call Barbizon. Um, But yeah, people, you know, everyone's got like a day rate, and I will tell you, production is almost always asking for less than your day rate. I was gonna say it almost seems
1: like why even have one if they're just gonna be like, no, we're gonna pay them (laughs) a wage. But I'm sure it's a negotiation. Well, it's good to have a number,
0: yeah, and and this might have just been like a small indie project, you know, where basically they're like we're paying people as much as we can, but we don't have a lot, yeah, um, which they all are. So you know, just yeah, make that your day rate. It's fine. Um, But I love when he's like, you know, you should be my agent. Like, Estelle never tells me this stuff. And you're so much better at it than I am. And then when she goes to tell him, I love when she runs into him in the hallway. And she's like, oh, sorry, Joey. I didn't see you there with those pants. I didn't recognize you. <laughs> <That's> um. <okay. laughs> Because she doesn't want to tell him the bad stuff. Yeah. Don't blame her. That wouldn't be very fun to tell your
1: friend, like, negative comments about them. And especially when they're so mean. They're not like, oh. They're so There's nothing he can actually. When he's like, I can use this. I was like, not really. It just said you weren't believable as a human. Like, how do you improve that?
0: (laughs) I've never seen a worse Italian accent on an Italian actor. I can work on my accent. (laughs) Um, but my favorite one is when he's like, the off-Broadway pe- play, people said, you were pretty but dumb. I'm sorry, that's pretty dumb. <laughs> um, I love that so much. I actually thought that Phoebe said that when they get all the newspaper reviews. Yeah, right. When you're reading it for Joey. Um, I forgot that it was here. I really thought it was the newspaper one. Yeah. But um, my friend has a really beautiful cat. It's like a ragdoll cat. It's like oh. perfectly, it's just gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she's not very smart, and I'm always like, "Oh, she's pretty but dumb." I'm oh, sorry, that's pretty that's dumb. Pretty dumb. <laughs> um, she's pretty dumb. She's pretty but dumb. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I always thought that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> pretty but dumb. Sorry, that's pretty dumb. Um, but he's like, "Uh, maybe I'm gonna go back to Estelle. You're definitely a better agent, but uh, she, she doesn't make me want to blow my pretty dumb
1: brains out." All right. Um. I love how she's like, okay, sorry, bye. And then he's like, wait a minute. You did all this just so you could get out of it. <laughs> you made you all, made that, all up. that up. And she's like, oh, I'm so busted.
0: <laughs> how would you know? So I know, it's less funny. pretty dumb, but Joey. I think sometimes it's easier just not to work with friends in that uh, way. Yeah, you know? definitely. It's not fun.
1: I was thinking what could have okay. been helpful is if she could have been like, okay, let's rehearse together before you do the audition and I can help give you coaching notes and stuff. But I think they've tried that before. But
0: also that's not her job. That's not
1: her job. But I was thinking like as his friend, how could she help him to be better? Because like basically the agent is trying to get him roles, but then also just like mm-hmm. he's getting terrible notes. Um, but I feel like whenever his friends do yeah. try to help him and give him like coach, like acting coaching he doesn't take it. So I think you just got to let right. that one run its course. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So Phoebe's not an agent anymore.
1: No, she gets she out got of it. She's one
0: chance to talk on a car phone. And. Hi, it's Annie. <laughs> oh. Wait, what's her name? Hi. Huh, what did she pretend her name is? I,
1: I don't think she actually she says Phoebe Buffet, I think, doesn't oh, she? Oh, she says Phoebe Buffet. Yeah, because yeah, it's, right. it's Caitlin as right. the assistant, and she's like, it's it's for Annie. I've got Annie for Phoebe.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. it's funny.
1: Um, but yeah, that's pretty much this episode. That's up. And then getting we, through the tunnel. We end with Ross being B, and his tea party. Oh yes, which is so funny. It is. Um. So next week's episode is um episode five, and it is the one with Frank Junior. Yes, and the entertainment unit which is very fun oh
0: yes which i didn't remember that this was in that was in this episode yeah so funny all right well we'll see you guys next time for episode five
1: bye bye